It's Monday, and it's time for three men and a microphone. Hello. 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 You're right. Now, um, I will, I've just thought, to run into the room, and I've got to go and get something, so bear with me. Yeah, no worries, mate. Right. be a sec. Uh, I didn't got... come here to hear swear words like that. <laughs> Cunty bollocks. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, forgot something. I forgot my drink. So, yes, hello. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, he's bladdered already, isn't he? Yes, some people would say I'm getting a sports car tomorrow, but anyway. Um, oh, 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 for God's sake. God your penis that small. I didn't even think it was, so there you go. So, Clearly wow. it is. <laughs> I might be getting a Master MX-5. It's fine. Don't worry about it. If, if, we're, all, if we're all doing top trumps, by the way, just, just to let you know, I, na- I now drink Budweiser as well as JD. <laughs> On your podcast feed, on your radio, and on your smart speaker. This is Three Men and a Microphone from These Three Media. Welcome to episode 89 of Three Men in a Microphone from These Three Media. Welcome to the Unpredictable Conversation. My name is Ian Barstow. I am joined today by Damien. Hello. Hello, you. How are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. And yourself? I'm all right, but I um, had a bit of an accident doing the old manscaping. So, yeah. Mm, a bit sore, actually. Is it itchy? I want to say it's itchy. It was just one of those ones where you kind you of... Flip? I nibbed it. Yeah, Ooh. nibbed it. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a bleed. There was a little bit of a gush. Yeah, yeah a little bit of a gush just in the crevice, you know, between the leg. Hey, and... uh, Darren, thank you. Hello. <clears throat> How are you? Just on that, when you nick the mm. um, the extra skin that holds the um, the, the, the play balls, um, then uh, that won't start bleeding that bad, boy, will it, when you nick that? You're a bit of that. tissue paper. It's fine. Is that what you're talking about, no? I was on the back of, the back of my head. Oh, I thought you meant your, your scrotum. Lovely, thank you. Coming up on today's show, we are joined by a very special guest for a show that hopefully you watched last night, if you're listening to this on the day of release. Uh, We are joined by Mr. Uh, Stefan Bissant, um, who is going to be in Peaky Blinders. Hang on. Sorry, sorry, you're not not on yet. Go on. How long long have I known you? I mean, since you were scraping up from hospital radio... And making something of yourself when you're not even named what you are now, and you still get my name wrong to this day. Things I know about you, <laughs> get my name wrong again. I will, I will, let, I will release everything. He's in Peaky, Bl- he's in Peaky Blinders, and he thinks he's some precious actor now. Get in. I love it. I love it. We will have Steph on later to talk about all things Peaky Blinders series six, the last one ever. And that's coming up later on in the show. Plus much more. Let's start the unpredictable conversation around about uh, now. So, yeah, coming up on the show later on, we have um, we have someone who um, who's a friend of the show. Um, and at the weekend, there was a very good program. Uh, Saturday Night Takeaway was back, wasn't it, Darren? It was, yes. I'm glad you threw it over to me because, um, for one, I am the biggest Anton Deck fan. I don't think they've ever done nothing bad on telly, apart from Red or Black. Can I just say Colin hates them? What? Yes. Hates them what? with a passion. Hang on. I've got a message for Colin. 
What's the wrong? What's wrong with you, man? You need to see a doctor about that. Pinky and Perky, he calls them, and he hates them. Hates them with a passion. Anyway, I know it's, I'm I speechless. I, I, I don't believe it either. Anyway, uh, the back and uh, the format um, is most definitely, definitely Noel's house party, but for the modern era, right? All the features in there are Noel's house party. You remember NTV where Noel used to click his fingers? They've got that. Uh, they got great prizes. The, the oh, delivery for its day that was, wasn't it? Hey, to do NTV back in the day, so advanced yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, because it was still been, doing it now. It wouldn't have been over the internet. They would have had to get a cable in and plug a camera in. Yeah. yeah. So just talking about some of the features Anton Deck had on Saturday night. Uh, so they had where they go to people's houses and people win holidays and they give away all those holidays. It's great. Um, their their version of the gotcha. You remember the gotcha that Noel used to have, but their version is they just wind people up, don't they? Right. The Lionel up. Blair stare. I remember that one. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. But yeah. The, then this week they had um, Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson's fun. Jeremy Clarkson. That was yeah. very, very funny. Very good. He was moody. He was. He was. <laughs> but then again, wouldn't you be someone he, clipped a massive part of you would, actually, your car? Yeah. You would. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how they got that sorted because they're not going to leave him with a knackered Range Rover, are they? No, no, no. I th- we both said that. And it, uh, but it, also we were saying how he's punching as well because his missus is all right. She's hot. It would have been, oh, yeah. it, it wouldn't have been like just, it would have been your proper, you know, your bagged soil. There would have been no big bits and it. it'd be fine. So what, they just hoover it up and that's it? Yeah, they'd have washed his car. Fair enough. Anyway. Um, but the other thing they did at the end, the end of the show show, bear with me with this for a second. Declan has worn heels before. He probably has. Because me and my wife were saying, even my wife said, to dance like that in heels and move like that in heels, you've got to be used to and comfortable in heels. Uh, yes. Because he, yeah. he looked a bit too <laughs> supple. <laughs> Can I also ask with that one? Because obviously we were talking, um, we've talked before about telly and the magic of telly and stuff. Obviously that's live. Now there are bits that they do um, before. So was they, the end of the show show must have been filmed previously. Yeah, so, yes, because and yeah. you can tell because when you watch it, it's got live in the corner. They took um, that off. Yeah, they took that off. So that end of the show show would have been filmed probably about an hour before they went live because it would have taken it. That makeup would probably take them two hours, three hours to put on. If you listen to the start of uh, on Saturday Night Takeaway the other week when it started. And actually says, I'm looking forward to sitting back and watching it myself this time. Makes a change. They did actually refer to the fact that yeah. it's already been done. They'd have to, because there'd be no way they could put that makeup in, in the time. I was going to say, because I didn't notice the live thing, because we were both like, in, and my other half was like, oh, maybe that was filmed like before. And I was like, how would they have done that? So yeah, you don't it, think it was, it was the end of the last? No, no. I think it was. The, no, it wasn't. It would have been done. At the, it couldn't have been at the end, because all. the... Um, winners of Drag Race UK were haven't been wouldn't have been decided, so it would have been done probably about an hour before they started the main show. It's like Strictly, when they do Strictly, the band stuff that they do is all pre-recorded. Yes, I before. know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. So just to give a bit of premise for people that aren't, don't know what we're talking about, so on Saturday night it was RuPaul um, was doing the announcer bit for Anton Deck, and they had the three winners of Ru- um, Drag Race UK on there. Um, Which I didn't know the third one because I haven't got to the end of the season. Cheers. <laughs> Spoilers. It's been <laughs> yeah. on ages. Um, Great figure, though. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but mm. 
so they did this and they did a proper um, new single, which is out now. You can go and download it. It's all in aid of the Higgins Trust, I believe, which is an AIDS foundation. Um, and they did this big dance number and they all came, um, Anton Deck came out in drag and they looked amazing. So good. Fabulous. So good. That show, and I'm with Darren now, um, you know, and I watch it with my, my family. Doesn't it make Saturday night so oh, good? Superb. There's just one thing, though. Fleur East. I can't yeah. be the only one that's just... No, she's got to go. She's not bring very good, back, is she? Bring back... Uh, what's her name? Bless her. Yeah. Um, Andy Peters. How much does he get paid to stand in a restaurant and go for two seconds and go, call this number and you can win £35,000? And the camper van. <laughs> my daughter couldn't get over the fact that he. I used to watch him present, like introduce TV programmes. She was like... She was like, but he looks really big. I said, he's a bodybuilder in real life, which he is. He is he's yes. on all of the like GQ and stuff. He's he's a, a good looking guy. Do you know what um, one of his other businesses is? He, um, he's an escort agency. No, it's not an escort agency. He's a model agency. He runs yes, model sorry. agency for yes. male models. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's minted. Only, minted. Male, only male models. He was also the producer of Top of the Pops and T4. Yeah. Uh, did he ever work on Radio 1 at one time? He created on T4. I he have created you know. T4. He created yes. T4. Sorry, created T4. Yes, I don't think he's ever done Radio 1, but he is a big, big person on um, uh, Chris Moores. He's on there all the time. Andy mm. Peters. Anyway. So, legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. And before we move on, um, RuPaul. I can't work out. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. You don't need to whisper, I, mate. We're on a podcast. No, no, but it's a bit embarrassing. I can't work out if RuPaul is a man or a woman. It's a man, you fool. Oh, my God. Did you just ask that? Yes, because... RuPaul is... He was, is, he, was he was very effeminate. And I'm going, that's a woman. Just because he's effeminate doesn't mean he's a woman. He is the biggest drag queen in the world. And drag... I know, the, I know he had a hit with Elton John, but breaking my heart in yeah, the 90s. Drag yeah. is the... It's like most pe- most drag artists are male into female you do get the odds you do get some that are female drag artists but most are male he's definitely a man okay he's, but he's he's fabulous he's absolutely phenomenal legs oh he honestly Dave, i know you don't watch drag race down but damien what drag race versus the world is haven't seen it yet it's brilliant it it's is fantastic do you know what during lockdown as well, that program just put so much light into my life. And someone that loves the scene and, you know, my, my best friend's gay. It's just, ah, oh, it's just, if you want some sunshine, go and watch Drag Race because it's yes. bloody brilliant. It is amazing. But Darren, do you know what? Saturday Night Takeaway, it's amazing. Stephen Mulhern, I can't believe I work with him. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's brilliant. I work with him at Disney. Yeah, it, we've we've done the Disney story. That's when he got fired because he drank all of the um, mini bar at the hotel and cost the channel a fortune. Let's move on. Coming up <laughs> next, we will be talking to <laughs> Steph Besson, who is in Peaky Blinders, the big guests on the Unpredictable Conversation. That's coming up next. Clean edit. I'm even doing the captain's job for him now. From these three media, this is the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. If you're a fan of the show, you know this music. First broadcast in 2013, and it has just started its sixth and final series last night. Set in Birmingham during the 1920s, it follows the gangster family of the Shelbys and stars Gillian Murphy as Thomas Shelby. 
we will get on to the fact it is Gillian Murphy later on in the interview, I am sure. Um, it is now a worldwide phenomenon, and we are very lucky to be joined by friend of the show and also a star in this series of Peaky Blinders. We're not bigging him up at all. It is Mr. Stefan Besson. Hello! Hello! Oh, you got the name right. Yes, I did. I got, I got your name right. <laughs> How are you, Steph? I'm good. It's nice to thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's all very lovely. Thank you. Yes, welcome to Three Men and a Microphone. As yeah. as you welcome. As me, yes. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> what what does it take to get me on the show? Who, who do I need to sleep with now? And now, yeah, you do. <laughs> you need to be on a, a high rating international success that is Peaky Blinders. Yes. Gosh. Well done on getting you. it. Thank Amazing. you. Thank you. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a trial getting it, but yes, thank you. When you got the call, what was that like when they said um you you did you get the call from your agent to take it? Oh well yes I did. Um well it's it's it well I got the call twice, basically. I t- and I'll, I'll tell you what happened because I I auditioned um well it was a self-tape and this was before before um Just express a self-tape for me, Steph. What's so, yeah, of course, sorry. Yeah, well self-tape is um which is big now, obviously, because of um pandemic. It's an it's an audition that an actor will do straight to camera, record it, and then send it off. Right. So okay. instead of being there in person, they they get given the script or sides as 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 as, as they're called. <laughs> Look at you with and, the lingo. Um, <laughs> yeah, sides. Sides. <laughs> and um and we film it for the camera like this, um and um do a couple of takes, um, edit it together, and then we send it off. So they look at it that way. So that's what a self tape is. So I did a self tape for another part on Peaky Blinders, and um it was a really lovely part as well. And this was before pandemic. This was before we knew lockdown was coming. And it was, um, and it was for. Um, he didn't have a name. He was the head waiter at the Ritz, and um, he was. It was a smashing scene and a couple of scenes because he was actually a snitch for Arthur. Okay, one of the main parts in Piggy Blinders, and I was I was spying for him, and I had a whole big scene with Arthur to do, and I was really looking for, and 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 yeah, like you said, Daz, I got I got the call, and I was absolutely psyched. I thought, oh my god, I'm going to be a Piggy Blinders. This is going to be amazing pandemic happened literally <laughs> a big full lockdown all film sets closed and this was and i was due to film like in two weeks time when it was all announced and they said we're going to put it off for a couple of months because we only thought it's going to be a couple of months and then that got that got further and in the end they cut the role completely um because it was too intimate with the actor you know arthur you know because i was going to be right next to him like face to face with paul and um they said so they cut the part completely we're really sorry deal with it and um so but about three or four months later they contacted my agent and said look this other part's come up um it's not as big as the other part but it's more filming you know and uh and so they and i said well what is it and they said yeah could we just do a screen test with you i.e just could you read this line out um for us so we know you can walk and talk and don't fall over the phone at the same time <laughs> and i did and um, could you do it in mild brummy yes i can so i did that i sent it off and this by return of email they went yeah you're in so watch this space and that i was so i was told i was going to be on set for a week and it was and that's when they announced that i now play george tommy shelby's butler Hey, and <laughs> when did you film? When was this filmed? When, when um, I did, the, I did five days last February. Um, so yeah, a year ago, and then I did one day last May. So I did, I did six days in all. And is that that was in Birmingham, and that was at the? Um, it was people watching. No, no, it was Arley Hall in Crew. 
And uh-huh. that's what you can see behind me. That's why I put this picture there for you. Yes, I was going to say. This is the main dining room in Arley Hall in Crewe. And uh, that's where I spent majority of my time. So I thought I'd give you that picture. And that um, is, so that's Thomas Shelby's house. That is how, because you can see, oh, let me move. You can see there. Yes, the with the horse. The back, yes. So, so he's, so he's rich now, isn't he? He's well, he's, he's, He's sort of um, he's, he's doing he's all right. Taken he's over, doing all right. yeah, taken over the criminal world, and he is uh, he's very very and politics. Powerful. He's a politician. He's, he's he's dabbled in politics as well. Don't forget. So yes, he's 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 moving and shaking his way up really rather well. So yes. Now obviously, I'm I'm already hearing tidbits of this. So um, yes. now I know he's rich. Great. Um, mm. I, I'm guessing I'll get there. Obviously, Steph, we we've got listeners that um, listen into uh, Australia, America, uh, and just for people that may not have come uh, across Peaky Blinders before, yes. uh, which is a very small minority, which I'm one of them actually. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the premise of the program, what it's about, and 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 why you think it's become this absolute juggernaut um, of a success story. Uh, well, it's, yeah, well, it's a great question because it is. It's it's. For want of a better word, it's the, it's the classic story of um, somebody small that's, that's worked their way up and, and become a success. It's the, under, the classic underdog story, really, to sound a bit um, Hollywood and, and daft. But it, it's, it's about a group, a family, the Shelbys, um, that lived in you know, crappy back-to-backs in the middle of Birmingham, just doing what they could to, and it's all gangs, you know, street gangs and stuff. And just assaulting their power um, from street to street, getting bigger and bigger. And you've got Tom, Tommy, you've got um, you've got Arthur, of course, and you've got Polly. And they're the three, and Ada, um, uh, uh, that's the family. And they just, yeah, they, they rule they rule the streets and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. They get involved in bigger um, gangsters. It's been described like Gangs in New York. It's very similar. It's a Birmingham version of Gangs in New York, the Leo DiCaprio film. Um, so, yeah, that's, and that's what it is. And it just gets bigger and bigger with each each series and you know series five um you know he was, he was in politics as well get involved with characters like oswald mosley and um, having meetings with winston churchill you know so uh yeah and it's, uh, and it's like the, yeah go on sorry it's very loosely based on a real family yes called the shelby's who were in birmingham at around the same time it's it's probably one of those inspired by that family but it is based on sort of their they were a criminal gang um yes. around that time weren't they well there's a real there's a book that if, if you're really into it um interested in it um written by uh, an amazing guy called carl chin the c-h-i-n-n and it's it's called the real peaky blinders and he he's a, a massive he's a birmingham historian uh, i've worked with him a few times and it's brilliant and that, that'll, that'll tell you all about um all about it so yeah so and what- it's the reason it's a success is that's only it's because the people are getting it the actors are the finest this planet's ever had i think you know you got in early days you got sam neill you know now you've got killian murphy of course or killian you got paul you got yeah um sophie rundle who plays ada who's a, i think is amazing so yeah what, what? Tom, tom hardy been in it as well hasn't he tom hardy popped oh, his head in yes he was in one yes. episode in it yeah it, they, 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 you can imagine it being it he's got that kind of that aura oh, he, he plays oh, a right. um he plays a a Jewish gang, a Jewish gangster, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, yeah, so he's, goes on that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> he is brilliant. Yeah, no, no, right. yeah, 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 yeah. What is? What is? Is he's fantastic. That's a very good impression. That's, That's a very, brilliant. Very good that impression. But no, he's great. I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to meet him sadly. But yes, he, he. I don't know if he's in um, six or not. Um, but because um, they're keeping a few surprises back. But uh, yeah, but I didn't get to meet him. 
So what year is it based in? I mean, obviously, we, we think of gangsters and we think of um, the UK and and some of the, you know, what we, we mentioned, uh, the actor that was in um, Legend, um, which was uh, about the craze. Yes. Um, so is, is it around that same era yeah, it's or late, is it before? Late, late 20s um, and um, Series 6 is uh, 1933. So it starts, oh. it starts just after First World War, I think. It's yeah, about 1918, yeah. the first series, and then it, it goes up yeah, to... We, yeah, we're just following it in almost real time, really. Every, every new series is kind of how many years it was after. So, yeah, now it's uh, yeah, it's early 30s now. Much before the craze, then? Oh, much, 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 much. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, mm. but the, yeah, one thing it is, it is... And my partner, she's not been a fan of it until now because we, we went to see the... Because you're in it. About, yeah. Well, no, we went to see the first <laughs> episode um, a few weeks ago. No, but it is... If you don't like violence, you you might just avoid at all costs. I think because it is it is quite it's quite violent, but um, it's it's acted superbly. Yeah, I saw something on social media actually, because but I I obviously follow your social media, and you had the screening. Now, in terms mm. of, is this quite a big thing for the series and the press, or is it just something the actors get to go to? What, well, the one, how, how does that work? No, no, no. Well, they had the the screening I went to was cast and crew, so no press, no nothing. It's just cast and crew. So it's a nice little private um, do in Manchester. And actually, last Thursday um, in Birmingham, they had the big um, red carpet um, premiere, and that was invited celebrities. Um, the cast was there, apart from Killian, he didn't go sadly, and Paul wasn't there either because they're both filming. But um, they, uh, yeah, they had the big press and reviews um screening last thursday in birmingham now can i can i talk about gillian murphy killian um, yes killian murphy sorry i'll get his name right, all right. it's all right um, <laughs> uh, you know what i'm like with names i'm rubbish with names um but he's he's one of those actors that first of all when you hear him speak in his normal everyday language everyday yeah. accent he's yeah. um completely different to most of the characters he plays but he's one of those that you wouldn't normally sort of say is is a very is a beautiful looking person, but he has got something about him where he is in that role, particularly he's just sent lots of women's hearts and lots of <laughs> men's hearts. Not a dry seat in the house, is there? Let's be honest. No, <laughs> because he is, it, I don't know what it is about him. There's something about him that is just like bad boy sexiness. Well, it's charisma, isn't it? I mean, he, he, he really does ooze charisma in anything he does. I mean, like in Quiet Place 2, he's fantastic. And he's got this big bushy beard and all his long hair. But um, yeah, and um, yeah, he just oozes charisma. He really does. And he is, he's, a, he's, a, he's a striking and he's really charming as well. I mean, he's insanely charming. But yeah, I, I can see, I can see. The can you see why people like me go for him? Do you like, do you, do you like him? Do you like him? I've touched oh. him. I have. Have you touched him? Can I come and touch you? Because you've touched him. <laughs> just, just on the Killian Murphy thing there, Steph, by the way. Um, he's a very, his accent, when you hear him in interviews, is very strong Irish, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Really? So during rehearsals and filming and outtakes and stuff, did he slip into his native Irish tongue or did he just switch it on brummy? Irish, probably yeah, just... he did. He, he really did. Yeah, it's a great question. He, he um, because on the first day, um, I was there for on the Monday morning, I was absolutely terrified because you know it's Killian Murphy, you know, and, it, and it's silly because he's only a bloody human being, you know, he's only doing a job like the rest of us. But I was really nervous and I stood there being my butler, just waiting for to see what we were going to be doing. And he was about a couple of meters away from me, and we sort of 
sort of caught each other's eye and he sort of wandered over and he goes hey how are you doing you all right i went oh hello i'm going to be hello i'm going to be your butler this season oh great thank you oh, welcome to the family how are you doing oh killian by the way he told me he was killian <laughs> and uh, you know it's like i'm killian oh i'm steph i'm pleased mate oh great well, i hope you have a good time and you know and perfect beautiful um i know he does um he does jazz on the radio doesn't he and he's got this beautiful little and um so yeah, yeah, there you go and then he then he Give him, give him a couple of seconds, and he's like, "Right, I'll tell you what. No, all right, no, don't you listen?" And he's just straight, straight into his. I would have uh, melted. I think I would have <laughs> melted if he'd have come up to me and said that in his Irish accent because I just would have gone, "Oh, oh." We talked about, <laughs> we talked about his because um, at the time I was going to get a, a dog, which didn't work out sadly. But I, I was talking to him about it because I know he's got a black lab, and um, he was really sad because because of um, the situation. There was no travel at the time last February. No one was traveling, so he couldn't go home. So he said he used to go home every weekend to be with his family and the dog. But he's not seen his dog for um, over a year, he said, because he's been trapped in England. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a smashing fella. <laughs> yes. But no, the answer to your question, no, he never broke out of the, the accent once, not once, when the cameras were rolling anyway. Do you find, um, I mean, you're living your best life at the moment. I mean, again, <laughs> you're, a, you're a friend of the show. Um, you're part of the family. Um in terms of you and people listening to this podcast who might be aspiring actors, um, who might want to uh, maybe look at drag or, or different things like that, what, what was your journey, Steph? And how did you how did you kind of start in 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 your journey into into the world of uh, um, acting and showbiz, darling? Dress up, dress up as my as my girlfriend calls it. I dress up. That's what I do for a living. Um, I well, th- this April um april 2022 i've been i've been acting for half my life 25 years ago i left drama school as uh, april 97 i left drama school and um i'm i'm far too um you how old are you i'm I, I turned 50 last year no i Did know you? right really? i know i know I, was, yeah, I, I know i know jeez i'm not really good I'm, on that mate I'm, I'm, I'm not darren just... looks like your granddad oh my god <laughs> I'm, I'm not just same hair yeah, I'm, I'm not just saying that just to sort of, you know, big you up, but I didn't, I didn't realise you were almost No, 50, I wouldn't have put you down as that at all. No, yeah, no, 51 in three, about three weeks' time. But, um, yeah, but I'm quite, um, because I had to pay for a lot of my drama school myself, um, because I got, I only got three quarters grant, so it cost me an awful lot of money. I was stubborn enough to, I, I told myself, I will never give up um, acting. I will never give up performing. I will never, I will always, I will always keep going with it. So, so I did, and um, I did um, TIE, which is theatre and education. I did an awful lot of that, which is touring schools with plays and stuff. Uh, did a couple of adverts, early doors. Um, but yeah, an awful lot of time I was just not wasn't in work, and um, so I set up my own companies, doing my own productions and murder mysteries and whatnot. And uh, I was always told at drama school by my principal, uh, Mr. Jago. Um, because he did this with this one session with us one time. He was going doing on the spot casting. So he'd go, Oh, you'll always be the leading man. You'll always be the da, da, da. And he got to me and went, You're not going to work until you're in your mid, mid to late 40s. It's like, Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's right. Because I've, I've worked more now, late 40s now, um, than I have ever had before. So, but my journey's been, yeah, it's, I, it's quite, I'm just stubborn. I've just done a lot, like I say, a lot of theatre education, a lot of, um, and jobs when you're not acting of course cleaning and and various other jobs i've done and you said you mentioned drag um i do done, do drag i do do drag yes are you, you might have met 
Um, do, do you know a lady called Tina Biscuit? <laughs> your Tina? Your Tina? Yes, that's me. No. I have bought a wig. <laughs> I, I didn't yes. know. Yes, it's true. Yes. Tina was created for a soap opera called Doctors. And <laughs> I, yeah, I played her last, was it last? No, no, year before, was it 2020? So May 2020, she appeared in the, to the world. I've been doing her ever since. But before Tina, I'd done three other drags on on the screen so i just got this um i don't know i start i've started getting tight caster drags as well which is, <laughs> so it was nice to um to not be in drag for peaky because that would have been a bit weird um yeah johnny dogs would have had me over the table but um <laughs> but um yeah so but yeah it's been it's been hard but i i've, I've never given it up and that's why I've, and that's why tina came about because of so you so, play um george do, I'm just going to, um, I'll put this up in the video ah, hey. for people that can see, but that is, that is the picture that Steph sent me. Oh, wow. Um, that it is, that, um, with the I wouldn't recognise you. Yeah, no, not at all. With the wig, which is probably, I looked and I cannot see where the, where the, it's blended <laughs> in. It's a, it's a very good makeup. So that is you. Wow. Um, so, yes, that was, that was real hair. That's a real hair wig. And that was put on by an absolutely wonderful makeup artist called Chris Mann. And um, he, he's the most nicest, kindest, most genial, lovely man. You, you, if you go on my Insta, if you go back a couple, you'll see at the, at, the, at the screen, you'll see Chris on there. And he's brilliant. And he, he we took about an hour or so, just over an hour, just putting the wig on alone. Because uh, so, that's been stuck very carefully and glued on, and yeah. So a, a typical day. So you're you're on set for a, a week or so to do your. Mm. So you, and you're in every episode. Um, I think I, as far as you not know, in the, new, in, I'm in the new series, this is not a spoiler. I mean, it's, um, I'm in three episodes. Okay. Yeah. So you're in, you're in the first three one and I think, um, three and four or four and five. One and two, yeah. So you're there for a week. Mm -hmm. You're doing the filming and I've seen a couple of things filmed and Damien's been on a, been, you know, he's, been, he's done Disney and he's done some, some TV right, stuff no. and all that sort of stuff, hasn't he? <laughs> um, and it takes a long time to film TV and film. It's, it's yeah. a long process. So, how much actual filming do you get in the can in a day? Oh gosh, do you know what? In a in a in a day, um, because I'm sat in the green room an awful lot anyway, and they, they'll just act, they'll just call down one actor now and again because they want to do something over their shoulder or they just want to do a reaction shot or whatever. Um, probably in a in a full day, twelve hour day or whatever, they they probably get about less than an hour filmed. Okay, so that's quite so I. I, I, there was a TV show filmed by us, um, which was based on, um, some, it, not, yeah, not the happiest thing. It was based on some, it, on the Hungerford shootings, but it was filmed in Redditch at the time and just up from us, they were using a house. Mm. And I stood outside while they were doing the film because I'm fascinated and stuff like this. Mm. And I remember someone walking past and going, oh, we've got six minutes today. That's quite good. I thought, six oh yeah, yeah, in a well, day. I, mean, I, I, I over, yeah, over, over, over it with the old an hour. But yeah, it's not much. But uh, yeah, because I'm upstairs playing Frozen Freefall on my phone, waiting, <laughs> waiting to be called down. To be honest. <laughs> so, so what accent do you have in this? Are you a Brummy? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, very. I mean, yeah, I've got a couple of lines, and it's um, yes, quite a, quite a bit like that, really. All right, and uh, so yes, you'll be down in a minute, and so uh, it's quite a gentle, <laughs> just a gentle, uh, soft. Cushion. You get into, and uh, you, I bet you can't tell us because of spoilers, but you get into any arguments with the Shelbys, or or do we have to wait and see? You have to wait and see. I'm afraid you've only had okay. the one, so it's uh, yes, I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you a thing. 
like what you're listening to, then don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. This is Three Men and a Microphone Podcast. Piggy Blinders is obviously huge, massive. So for you as an actor, what, what's, been, what's been your biggest role and what's been your, I suppose, two questions there. What's been your biggest and what's been your favourite? Um, my well, I'll say my favourite without a doubt was Tina, um, in Doctors, um, because that um that was probably my biggest as well, to be fair, script wise, um, because she was like the um the guest the the guest artist on that on that episode, which was great. But you know, to be in Peaky as an actor is such um a thrill, such an honor. And also, and I was saying this before we started recording, and I'll say it again, to be a named character as well in Peaky is a big deal. Um, because yes, and it, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, second bloke in bar or head waiter or what, nothing wrong with that at all. Sea captain, great, nothing wrong with that at all. But to have a name, it's it's just it just it just makes you feel great. And because when I went into the filming, I was just head butler. And I was fine with that. It's like, well, fine, great, done, fantastic. But then they said on um, Anthony and um, the director said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get you a name," and it's like, oh, fantastic. And then a few weeks after the, it was all finished, they um, contacted my agent and said, oh, "By the way, just so you know, if there are any, any credits, he can call himself George." So uh, but it's just, a, and, and that sounds to anyone that's not in the business, they think, for God's sake, get over yourself. Um, but it is a big deal. You can you can actually put that on a CV as a named character in something as big as this, and it is, a, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. So, so yeah, answer to your question, probably my f- most favourite role I've ever played was Tina. And, but the biggest role, of course, is this, I reckon, definitely. Well, you can put it on your IMDb. Well, yes. It's it is not on, on there yes. yet, but you can no, put it on your they're, IMDb. They're a bit behind on IMDb. They're, they're, they've still not put, um, put last night's plot on there, have they? So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's in Radio Times and stuff. So, yeah, keep watching it. It'll be on, it'll be on there, which would be great. I'm talking about IMDb. Um, this is, this is again. People are not in the biz will think, for God's sake, <laughs> yourself. you're not saving lives, um, and you're not. You're not. I watched an, I watched a documentary the other night about the, the the twelve children that got rescued from the caves a few years ago. I don't remember that, and it was amazing. And it's like, and I, at the end, I turned to my to my partner and went, "My life has literally no meaning." <laughs> <laughs> it really, I get I get excited because I got excited because on IMDb um, you have something called a star rating. And it basically means how many people click on your profile. And the lower the number, the, the, the big star, bigger star rating you got, i.e. if you're Ryan Gosling, you're one, you know, or Morgan Freeman, you're one, if you know what I mean. And about a month ago, I was 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and I was like, I was like 10 million, 560. Okay. And um, about three weeks ago, I jumped 9 million. Then to like one million something, it's like I've jumped nine million. <laughs> and my partner's like, great. And then I've jumped another five hundred, another five. I'm up to two hundred thousand now. It's, it's getting very exciting. Oh wow! I know. But so does it, that does that does that bring you know things with it? Have well, you been contacted more for work it, or? Yeah. Well, it, it will for a while, I hope, because if I as and when I apply for work over the next while the series is on. Um, casting directors will check on your IMDb. Oh, what's he been up to? Oh, look, he's he's star rating is such and such. So it does it gives you a bit of kudos. Of course, once the uh, last episode's gone, 
straight back down to 10 million but uh, <laughs> until it's shown on netflix and it'll go up again um but um but yeah it's it's a fascinating it's a it's such a fickle industry i, I work in it really is it's awful but so um, excited though so exciting oh, you know what i i got the week i was filming it was great i got picked up every morning with my own car um because we because of pandemic we all got our own car so i had my own driver all week um got on the, i got my own little trailer you know people came and said do you, want a, do, you want, do you want coffee do you want tea do you want breakfast yes yes i do and then you're going to sit in a chair while chris does your air for you know for an hour and a half it's great so i mean you, you've obviously had that you've had that now which is phenomenal yeah. uh, again darren and ian um a giddy uh about it i can't wait <laughs> yes. to see it and uh and, and and go to my wife i know steph so <laughs> So what what's what's next for you? What's in the diary? Because I know obviously you, know, you and I, Steph, have spoken about the murder mystery. Yes, never got we'll back to me about that. To be honest, um, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> but in terms of no, there's in no ter- bookings at the moment. <laughs> in terms of, uh, I'm free. I'm available. In terms of you, what what's yeah. next for you? What what what's the next big thing? Um, well, when it's out, um, well, as the series continues, um, I'll. I will, I'll, I'll be doing an awful lot of writing to people, getting to talk to my agent and seeing what happens. And anything and anything, everything to be honest. I've, I've been doing self-tapes non-stop, which has been great. And sadly, they just, just often don't hit home. You know, I've had a couple of pen, heavy, another heavy pencil is when they really like you and they're considering you, but there's two or three of you in the running and they decide, oh, that one. So that's what heavy pencil means. So I've had a few of those, but I'm, and sadly, I'm doing some filming in a couple of weeks for a, a court. A, uh, some corporate sitcoms, which will be great fun, which aren't available to the public, just to corporate or to um, the businesses. But yeah, and we'll see what happens, to be honest, and we'll see what happens. But it's all networking. I mean, the people I got to work with were just phenomenal. I mean, the episode you saw last night, um, I got to work with Natasha, who plays Lizzie, and um, Sophie, who plays Ada. And it couldn't have been the, the nicest, in most supported people I've ever met. They were just said, there we are. You can see that, yes. So <laughs> oh. Sophie's in the red and Natasha's in the black and gold. So that's Lizzie in the black and gold and Sophie in the, yeah, so you saw that. And that's, Now I'm definitely watching it. No, they were brilliant. <laughs> they, they were just so lovely. They were so lovely. And it's just chatting and going back to Tina, Natasha, who plays Lizzie, um, Tommy's, Tommy's, um, Tommy's wife, um, she... We were talking in, in in one of the later scenes in the series, you'll see, and I've got another story about that in a sec. Um, oh, what classic, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? And I told her about Tina. She she thought it was the most funniest thing in the world. And she was, you have Tina Biscuit. And she could, she going, Tina Biscuit, Tina Biscuit, Tina, Tina Biscuit. And that became her warm up, Tina Biscuit, Tina Biscuit, Tina Biscuit. She kept doing that in the corner. So, and then um, Killian said, what, what are you doing? He said, oh, he played a drag called Tina Biscuit. You played a drag called Tina Biscuit. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like we took this, this four-way conversation about Tina. It's like, oh, <laughs> Tina was there with you. Tina was there. The, the cow gets everywhere. She's a bitch. But um, talking about the accent before, Daz, you were saying, um, again, this sounds very lovely. And forgive anyone that's listening to God actors, the bloody lovely. But um, there's a scene later on in the series where I have to serve a lot of wine at a dinner table. Okay, and there's lots of guests, and I can't tell you who's around the table. Um, but there are lots of guests around there. And I, got, I had to get round on, on certain points. So I was pouring um, one character's wine. I had to stop at a certain line, go off camera, go underneath some cables, go round <laughs> a, um, a boom operator, then be, re- be there ready as the camera's panning. So I was doing that. But I was running around the outside, which is great fun. And, and I had to pour um, Lizzie's, Natasha's. And I kept... Um, 
slightly dribbling it on the table. It was red wine. And you didn't see it. It was I was twisting it in front, but one or two drops would always hit the tablecloth. It didn't matter because it was, it was never seen because I checked and said, oh, no, we don't see this tablecloth. So I kept doing it. And like on the three or fourth take, and it's like, and um, Killian just leaned in. And I oh, no, went, oh, sorry about that. And he just leaned in when his camera wasn't, um, wasn't running and went, do that again. I'll bury you in the garden. <laughs> But <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> you're up. Yes, he could have had me there and then, to be honest. But yeah, that, was, was that an ad lib he did for a bit of film with you? Oh no, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't film sadly. He was just, <laughs> he just did it to threaten me because it's because he wanted. I think he wanted to alleviate because I was getting really like stressed about it. Oh god. So yeah, do that again. I'll bury you in the garden. It's like, Day wow. Garden. Threatened by Tommy Shelby. That's all I care. Moving away a little bit from picky blinders what would happen next so you kind of answered it a little bit when Damien said what's coming next yeah. in your diary but um how does it all kind of work do do people do do casting directors and, and show producers go oh the butler in um picky blinders let me look at the credits look for your name and then try and find you or how does it all work well no well yeah once once it's out once it's all done and dusted the series um i can go off and get a few clips from it if I want. And um, I'll put those clips into my, what we call a showreel. And that is clips of different things I think would show me in different characters. So on my showreel at the moment, obviously Tina's on there. I've got a Sergeant Major I did. I've got um, various... How of the Baskervilles, is that on there? How of the Baskervilles? No, that's <laughs> not on there because I didn't survive for it long enough. Um, <laughs> that was a very long time ago and I played a prison warder that drowns in a bog. Uh, <laughs> And when the, when the film came out, because I was all very excited, they go, oh, yeah, you, you, you're the opening sequence of the movie. It's like, oh, my God, fantastic. I discovered my death was to cover the credits. And literally, I was there so they could put John Nettle's name over my death. Um, so that's what I was all I about. remember when, when we were doing Hospital Radio <laughs> together, because sort of, it was 2002, that was, under the basketballs. And I remember you sort of coming out, I said, oh, I've done this, done this, done this. And I watched it, and I was like, is that it? <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm, you there. Yeah, I, I am dead by six minutes in. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but you still get a check for it every so often. <laughs> I used to. I used to. Yes, not anymore. Sadly, they've got less and less and less and less. But um, so yes, yeah, so I'll make a show real, Dad. And um, hopefully, when you know people see that, and that goes back to the what I said earlier about being a name. Because they'll go, okay, George, and they'll they'll see hopefully on on ID. But oh, you had three episodes, oh, okay. So it's yeah, stuff like that, and that's what'll happen now. I'll 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 just have to, but sell sell my ass as much as I can, so to speak, and, and see what comes next. I mean, it's a big deal being in Pika, which is lovely. So uh, I, I just I I have nothing sadly to talk about. I wish I did, but not not yet sadly. So I'm looking on your DM at uh, IMDb, um, yes, and you've got a, a film, Dear Hangman. Dear Hangman, oh yes, that's coming out soon. That the premiere that is on the nineteenth of March. That's great. Um, independent movie um, by Recognition Films, um, and it's it's a lovely. It's a sequel to um, a horror thriller noir type thing called Hangman, and it's a sequel to that. And I play I play um, a prison. I, I own a prison in that. Uh, and the new the prison commissioner or whatever you call him so yes i can't say much about that obviously yet again but um yeah the premiere of that's um going to be in the midlands actually on the 19th of march i can't make it savvy but um yeah so hopefully that'll be available i'll let you know when you when and where you can see that but yeah that's coming out soon but again that's taken three years to come out because of pandemic you know that should have come out um i think april 2020 i filmed it in 2019 
So obviously, uh, talking of the pandemic, um, you as an actor, yes. um, the acting world and um, the entertainment world was very he- heavily hit during the pandemic. Yes. There was very yes. little help out there for for actors, people that work in the theatre, the backstage people, the camera crews, all of that. There was very little help because you were self-employed and it wasn't yes. a skilled labour, I think they said at one point. Yes. Um, how did you find that? Because obviously your your work, your life, your livelihood is being out there and acting, be that if it's you're doing the murder mysteries or stuff at the schools, the theatre, TV, whatever. Yeah. How did you find it when it suddenly went from busy, busy to, to not, nothing, nothing and no help? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah, well, some of us got help, but not many of us did. Um, it was it was, it was, was awful. It, I'm not going to I'm not going to even go, oh, it's all right, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, I mean, a lot of people think actors rest all the time. They don't. And it was it was it was really horrible. I mean, I had a year's bookings talking about just murders. I mean, I was solid for the whole of 2020 and overnight gone because we all thought at the start it was only be six months, didn't we? So yeah, all and- my bookings, all my bookings from October onwards, October and Christmas 2020, they were like, yeah, 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 it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah that's still on. Well, of course, it didn't happen. So it was really, it was horrible. It was, it was, it was horrible. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's sad to, to have been in the business so long and then get to that point and realize that you really are not useful in any way, shape, or form to, to society. Um, and it was like, okay. But, you know, we all had an argument at the time, all our, all actors, because they weren't helping them as much as they should. It's like all the politicians, I'm not going to get too heavy, don't worry. But they were all going home and watching Netflix and Amazon Prime and, you know, doing that. And it's like, well, they, they're full of actors. But no, it, was, it wasn't easy. So you have to find other things to do. Um, so, yeah, that's when Tina came out. Obviously, Tina was uh, Tina was on Doctors in May of the lockdown and stuff. And then a couple of months later, someone mentioned, you should do something with her. So that's when I started doing the regular quizzes. And that's where she she now um is bigger than me um you know so so i started doing her started doing like one man one man murders recording them and selling them as a product and um i sh- I, I shot of um a horror movie have, you, have i ever shown you that or sent you the link no. i will send you the link you can share it with your viewers and listeners and um that's and i i, I ended i started finally i had an idea for a film and i, I started writing a film script which i've only Literally two weeks ago, finally finished. So uh, yeah. So what, so what is it? I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> only only my partner Lisa knows what it's about, and she gave me because I I was dragging my feet with it as we as everyone does. Of course they do. They drag your feet with everything. Um, so she said, right, I'm giving you a deadline to finish this film, and she gave me last Saturday to finish writing it. And so and we went out for dinner, and I handed her the script over the table. And yeah, so I finally finished it. So, um, you know, 90 pages later. So yes, no one knows apart from her at the moment. So you never know. Hopefully you get to know soon. But uh, yes, so that's done. So yeah, so it wasn't easy. It it, it was really hard. Um, But the strangest thing was, um, sorry, am I talking too much? You must say. No, Um, no, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, everybody. Um, I'll do some voices in a minute. Don't worry. Um, No, um, the funny thing was when I did film Peaky, um, I did the five days in last February of filming it. And then the following Monday, I went back to my casual cash and hand job of delivering wreaths for a local florist. So that's another job job I was doing while in lockdown. I I went around to a florist and said, do you need any help? And she went, well, 
funny enough, and sorry to get dark on people for a minute, reeds are going really well at the moment. And because I've got an estate car, I basically, for cash in hand, I, I, I delivered reeds. And I, I finished filming with Killian on a Friday. The Monday morning, I was delivering reeds. So it's the juxtaposition wow. of my... Of my of but that my... is such the life of an actor. And, yeah. and I find, you know, when people, you know, slag off people from EastEnders and are now working in Tesco or something, they've got to earn a living. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So actors, you know, can earn a, a, a chunk sometimes, but then that goes so they're out of work for, Then they're out of work for years. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. I'm not going to say, and... I, I, I got paid well for Peak, I'm not going to lie. It was, and it, but it came, after, it came after a year of not working you know not earning at all and i didn't get a furlough so yeah sorry to interrupt you uh, damon but um yeah you're right so it, it, it it's 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 it was it was t- it was a tough year and a bit so yeah but it's great that you got through it and i mean in terms of your you've mentioned your partner a lot um and i've seen a lot of bits on social media you two are just so loved up it's lovely so does she is she involved in 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 this business is she uh, completely something else or what what does your partner do she would rather lose every single limb and most of her hair than step foot on stage (laughs) i mean she (laughs) sounds about right yeah yeah she she really no not at all i mean excuse me i i when, when we got the invite to the cast and crew screening, she was like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, I'd love you to come. And she eventually, and she loved it, you know. And she, she, she was nice. Oh, this is Lisa. And she was like, but she's definitely, definitely um, behind every man is a stronger woman and she is it, you know. And she's definitely behind me. Or, you know, and that's where she's she's happy to be in, in you know, off camera. I mean, but she's not. But saying that, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. She is extraordinarily brilliant artist, um, and that's what she does. Is that I mean, her she, job? She's, she's well, she owns her own graphic design company, Lawn Creative, and um, she's yeah. the breadwinner. There's the money coming in. I tell you, <laughs> well, yeah, I've, oh, couldn't, couldn't take a year off. off. Why don't you? <laughs> okay, then I oh, will. I yeah, but um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, she's amazing. She's she's incredible, and um, Ned as well. Uh, 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 her boy, he's, he's 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 a performer, but he doesn't want to be. He, he, but he's he's a natural performer, and he's going to be. A YouTube millionaire, so could everyone could um t- could follow his YouTube channel Axamoff? That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's that's the thing though. Now, isn't it? The younger, I sound so old. The youth, um, <laughs> the younguns the are all on YouTube and TikTok. Um, but it is a genuine career for for, for, yeah, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah, you can make money off being a YouTuber. Of Whereas back in our day, we'd be like, what are you talking about? You talk on to a camera by yourself on the end and you edit. What are you doing? But they made millions. It's a, yeah, it's a valid career path. There's that uh, Asian little lad, isn't there? Ryan. Oh, Ryan's Toy Review. Yeah, oh, that's it. Oh, my daughter loves him. He's the he's second the same biggest. As mine. Same he's a multi-millionaire by the time he was eight or something. Yeah, he's he? the yeah. second biggest YouTuber in the world and he earns 10-figure salary. Uh, 10-figure. Mm. He earns like high seven-figure salaries every year. Just the kids love YouTube. it. Oh, absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, Steph, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. It's all right. Um, it has been a pleasure. You can watch Peaky Blinders Series 6. It's on Sunday nights, 9 o'clock, BBC One, for the next five weeks. It'll yes. be on the BBC iPlayer. You can watch the whole past five series of it as well to catch up. Um, go and watch it because it's one of the best British shows around. That and Killing Eve, which has also started. Soon. Yes, that's back again, isn't um, it? That's back again soon. That's brilliant. It's the well. final series, but there might be a big movie, so watch this. Space. And you could be in the movie. I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> Steph, thank you so much. Thank um, you. Congratulations. We will see you again in some guys. Probably around Christmas for a big yes. Ooh, special. Yes, probably. Steph, Steph, Steph. Better than that. Better than that. Better than that. Would you come back 
um, in a few weeks' time when the series is all done and then talk to us about the surprises that may be coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, I'd love to. We'll do a retrospective about it all. Yeah, no, I'd no, love no, to. No, yeah. We've had you on what? now. That, that's it now. Yeah, that's I know. It. I realise that. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, Steph, me and you will do our you, own. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know who that guy is anyway. When, when you're in your next big, when you're in your next big thing, um, you can come back on because we need the clout, basically. That's the only reason we got you on, Steph, to be fair. Oh, is that is that the reason? I might, yeah. Okay, thanks. Oh, I need <laughs> you to share. I need you to share all this on the platforms. Oh, oh I'll as long as you do a, a decent screen grab of me when you put, oh, this is the guest. Because normally you get me like that. And I don't, I want a decent, <laughs> I want a decent screen grab. I don't want, in fact, I'll send you a picture to use. Don't use any of this because this lighting is terrible. I will use okay. your official headshots that you put on all of your profiles. <laughs> yeah, because this isn't nice. This isn't <laughs> oh, B.A. Steph, thank you so much. Pleasure. Lots of love. See you soon. Bye-bye. Well done. Brilliant. It's all, about, it's all about him. These three media. Three men and a microphone podcast. Thank you very much to Steph um, for being on the show. Um, a lovely person. I've known him for years. Haven't seen him in person for years, but he's just brilliant. What, four years? No, in years. Haven't seen him in person. Oh, you've known him for four years. No, I've known him for years. Oh, God, here we go. I've known him for a long time. I've known him for many years. Oh, God, it's like four candles. (laughs) Four candles. (laughs) Four candles. You know what? Um, Steph is is family to this show, and, and what an amazing overall person and i wish him every success that was such an interesting interview so glad he was on the show and you can watch peaky blinders every uh sunday evening um go and watch it damien i challenge you to watch at least the first couple of series um it's it's really worth you can binge watch the whole thing and you'll get the best because it's just i just said i will okay let's move on okay so last week in the show um which was probably one of our, our our best shows in a while i thought i thought it was a very good show um, I did mention that I might be getting a new car. Um, I have actually test driven the new car, and um, by the time this goes out, I would have brought the new car, and I will it's be driving stunning. the new car. Really stunning, and I'm not a I'm not a red fan. Um, but do you know what? My wife has got a red car, which is nowhere near like yours. Um, but it is lovely, really, really nice. Ian, uh, Darren, do you want to have a look at the at said car? Uh, no, I'm not really bothered looking at it because obviously Damien and you have had a separate chat where you've put the picture on it. I've not seen oh, it. Oh, 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 do you want to know why? Do you want to know why, Darren? Is it on the group chat? Yes. Do you want to know oh, why? I, I even, actually, let's know. I, I was going to, I've got a new car. It's very nice. It's a sporty car. I wasn't going to bring this up today. However, I messaged you, I texted you individually, and I said to you individually, um, let me just get the message up. I said to you, hi, I know you have notifications turned off. So I have sent a message on the Facebook messages. Have a read and let me know. Didn't even reply to that. Not even to a personal message to you. Not the group chat. One I sent to your number. Not to Damien, to you. You couldn't even be asked to send a message back to say, okay, mate, I'll have a look. And then not even reply to it. You're rude. And I'm being see quite what, angry here. You are rude. Yeah, yeah. See, see, what, see what I would say is Steph's only on uh, a dial because at the end of the day, we don't need to change the name of the company. We don't need to change the name of the show because all <laughs> we do is we just act you. Uh, and it's still three men. Do you know what I mean? But it's just Steph instead. We haven't even got your photo now on the artwork. So carry yeah. on this and you'll be gone. I think that was rude because you didn't was, even yeah, reply to my individual text to you. 
you timed it wrong. I was driving and I saw it and I went, right, I need to reply to that quick group chat message and, I'm, and then I'm driving anyway, again. And, yeah. anyway, anyway, I do apologise. I stand moving in trouble, on. yes. Thanks so much for listening to Three Men in a Microphone. I hope you enjoyed it. Go and watch Peaky Blinders um, Sunday nights, BBC One, nine o'clock, or you can watch it on the iPlayer. Look out for Steph um, because he's fabulous. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Thank you. Little teaser for next week's episode, by the way. Yes, go on. I'm going to see John Bishop at the weekend. Oh, are you? Yeah. Live on stage. So I'll tell you all about that next week. Darren, can I just quickly, um, we've, I just want to pick up. Can you just show your nails? Oh. Can you just just show your hand? No, There's a story just, here. No, no, just show your hand. Why are they so long? That is weird. Oh, that's no, that is wrong. There's a story here. Oh, you want the story? Stop the music then. Start. Do you want the story? Go on then. I used to bite my nails a lot. I used to get. I used to get infections. We used to go green and painful. You had to squeeze the gunk out of it. So I, when I, it was such well, a sweaty munter. So I decided, I decided, do you know what? I'm just going to let them grow and stop biting. And and I quite like the idea that I can. No, it's just, I'm sorry. It's wrong. And and if you want to have long nails, that's fine, but it's wrong. <laughs> no, Darren, they're going to have bits of poo in. Yeah. No, no. Well, they do that. It's like they've got ink in them, but no. No, no cut them. It's poo. Because I do, I do that. No, it's oh, just cut them. Cut them. It's mouth. weird. Oh, oh. You freak. That's horrible. Munter. Oh, get some nail clippers. <clears throat> I noticed it when Steph was talking because I just, and I suddenly thought, has he got really long nails? And it's like, no, it's weird. Not my nails are nice and short. It's just, oh. Did you see him roll a bogey as well? Oh, yeah, and then flip oh, it. Oh, why is he rolling? I can, I, can, oh. I, can, I, can, I can pet my spots and everything. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Dirty pig. Damien, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully, during this hour, we've uh, brought some sunshine uh, into your life. And uh, we shall see you again next week for more unpredictable conversation. We will indeed. And we've got some more special guests coming up over the next um, couple of weeks as well. So keep tuned. Subscribe and follow. And next week, we may be talking to you about something to do with the subscription side of it that we might be launching that you can help support the podcast. But we'll let you know about that next week. Until then, yes, Damien. And potentially, potentially, maybe the biggest thing this show has ever done. So potentially that will be discussed as well next week. So join us. Listen, download. Yes. It's great. It's good. It's unpredictable. It's out every Monday on your podcast feed. Share it with your friends. And uh, enjoy. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Three Men in a Microphone has been a These Three Media production. Until next week, look after yourself. Stay safe. Everything will be fine. Um, the world will carry on, hopefully. Until then, bye-bye. Yes. Oh, you make me sick. <laughs> to do nothing here right lucky if colin gets a card to be fair and she rims me fantastic (laughs) (laughs) there's the clip (laughs) oh wow that is definitely going in um and the unedited version right here we go
These three media. Three men and a microphone podcast.